Well, hello, friends. We want to welcome you to the Empower and Equip podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Watson, and uh, we are super excited today. We've got some friends here on set. Each week, we have a special co-host with us, and this week, we have our lead pastor. Uh, pastor Andrew Abair is with us, and uh, I'm going to ask you, Andrew, you've been on the podcast before, and we're glad to have you back. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh what you do here at Marbley, obviously lead pastor, but tell us about you and your family. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, it's great to be back. I don't know if this is a promotion or a demotion to be a co-host instead of a guest, but... No. You're moving up in the world. Okay, good. I'm not uh, yeah, so I'm the lead pastor here at Marbley and uh, just passing my uh, first year anniversary as pastor here. So, uh, you know, my primary responsibility is just to provide uh, guidance and over oversight to the to the flock, to the congregation the Lord has uh, uh, entrusted to us here. So I'm married to Amy. We've been married uh, over 16 years. We have four kids, uh, one son uh, and three girls, three daughters, uh, ranging in age of uh, from 15 all the way down to eight. And so our life is very full and very busy with with kids and their activities. Uh, but it's great to be here today and be able to carve out time just to have this conversation. Well, we appreciate you doing that. Uh, also, our special guest uh, with us today, we have Jan LaJoy here, and we also have Gre uh, Pastor Greg Zachary. And so we're excited to have you guys here. Jan, why don't you kick us off? Tell us a little bit about yourself, your family. All the, all the stuff that people really want to know about Jan. Okay. Well, first of all, I work with assimilation and evangelism. And the great opportunity there is that I always have the opportunity to meet new people. And I love that because I love to help them get connected. The other thing about that is that I'm able to be a part of their baptism, a part of different ways for them to encourage them to grow. And so evangelism is all a part of that. And so that's basically what my job is. And um, I'm married to Rod and we've been married 33 years. And we have a son named Taylor, who's 29. And he got married this summer. So we're learning how to be... Um, in-laws, outlaws, whatever that yep. is. <laughs> no, that's real good. Jan, thanks for being here with us. And we look forward to hearing what you're going to share with us. Uh, Greg, Greg Zachary, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, what you do here at Moberly. So I've been married 38 years uh, to one wife. Um, and uh, we have four children. Uh, okay. Like Pastor Andrew, we have a son and three daughters. But our daughters came first. Yeah. And they are now 33, 29, 26. Our son is 22, and three are married. No grandkids yet, but we have hope. Yeah. And uh, it's been a blessing. I've been at Marvelly for 28 years now and have worn multiple hats, but the hat I wear now is Pastor of Marriage and Family Ministries and just have a passion to see marriages be healthy so families can be healthy, so churches can be healthy and communities can be healthy. And then really just the area of discipleship, and that really does begin in the home, and it's such an important part of all that we do as a church. Yeah. Well, good. Well, today, our topic today is Christian formation. And uh, this is something that uh, is new here at Moberly in some ways. In some ways, it's not. But uh, we are making a conservative effort and new emphasis on this. And we're super excited about it. But I think the very first place to start is what is Christian formation and why is it imp important? So I'm going to kind of 
kick this off. And uh, Andrew, why don't you lead off this discussion a little bit? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I think, you know, we probably should just define the term Christian formation because I have heard people here at Mobberly who said, what, what does that mean, you know, Christian formation? And really, it's just a, a, a kind of a synonym for discipleship. That might be the more common term or more familiar term for people who've been in church a long time. I was first introduced to that terminology of formation in seminary. And uh, I really liked it uh, because it evokes an image in my mind. You know, when you think about forming something or shaping something, uh, I think of the fact that, you know, God is the potter and we are the clay. And he is forming our lives uh, to look more like Jesus. He is shaping us to look more like Christ. That's Mm -hmm. really what it means to be a disciple. It's a life of being shaped into greater Christ-likeness. And actually that terminology of formation is, is that's a a Bible term. And so, uh, for instance, in Romans chapter 8 and verse uh, 29, it talks about the fact that God has foreknown and predestined us in order to be conformed to the image of God's son. Right. So the idea of formation into Christ's uh, image. And uh, Paul says uh, something very similar in Galatians uh, chapter 4 and verse 19. He's actually describing the purpose of his ministry. And he says, my children, I am again suffering labor pains for you until Christ is formed in you. So the idea of formation is a, and there are other passages in scripture we could talk about that right. that's biblical terminology. Uh, really what we're talking about is an, a, a life of following after Jesus, whereby the Holy Spirit shapes us and molds us and forms us to look more like Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, anything else you want to guys, you guys want to add on that, uh, as you think about this, how would, if somebody said, Hey, what is it? How would you just put it in your own terms? I'd say it, I've been excited because it is a strategic plan for us to help people begin a pathway for discipleship. And because it's intentional, it gives them a direction on where they need to go and where we're starting are the basics, of course. And each course adds on to what maybe they learned from the last course and they're being able to have a foundation. And I don't think we've ever done that in in my time here. And so I'm very excited about the opportunity for people to jump on board and for them to be able to add to their spiritual discipline, you know, workbook of going, this is one more thing I can add to learn more about God and Christ. Right. One of the things I think about, and I do agree, what a great plan, but thinking about being formed, uh, some of the words that are similar are transformation, change, mm-hmm. growth. And when I think about this Christian formation, I, I see that there's something changing. There's something growing. It's our life. Right. But it's not just growing wildly or without purpose. It is being formed in the image of Christ, the character of Christ. That's exactly right. I was in a conversation uh, earlier today with with a group, and they were saying, you know, really, if you think about it, we're constantly being formed and shaped every moment of every day. Right. There are influences that are pushing on us and shaping and changing us. Mm-hmm. So what we want is formation into Christ's likeness. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the uh, I think, paradigm shifts that uh, I think Moberly is walking through right now as a church family, the way I've expressed it from the pulpit is, you know, even though we're a large church, our goal as a church, our purpose is not to use people to help the church grow, but rather to leverage everything that God has 
uh, entrusted us with as a church to help people grow. And there's a very big difference between focusing on the numerical growth of the church right. or the spiritual growth of the people. And that really is our focus at Moberly's. It's not about the numerical growth of our church, but how do we uh, use all of the resources at at our hands that the Lord has given to us to help people grow in Christ, uh, grow deep roots, you know, spiritually. That's really the main goal, the main objective. So I'd like to just open it up, and particularly with Jan and Greg, I'd like to get your thoughts, and Brandon, you as well. I'm gonna, Since I'm the co-host, I can ask you a question. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so just talk as we've thought about our overall strategy as a church. You know, we use some big words like worship, connect, serve. Uh, we've talked about, you know, the importance of salvation and baptism and Christian formation. Can you just talk us through, maybe we'll start with Greg, how does this new Christian formation course which is the formal pathway we've created to help people grow. How does that fit into our overall purpose as a church? Yeah, well, I think, you know, is, and I've heard you say this, is grow. Is, mm-hmm. is just, that's the goal. And it's people growing, people growing like Christ. And we talk about growth a lot, but all growth is not necessarily healthy growth. And so some of the growth we may have experienced in the past, numerical, doesn't mean it's healthy just because you have more people. But if we help people grow, in the image of Christ, there will be growth. And it won't just be numerically, it'll be growth in families, growth in relationships, growth in uh, discipleship. Yeah. So I really think that's the powerful thing. And really all of our ministries, worship, connect, develop, serve, they all focus on the same thing. We're focusing on helping people grow in Christ and right. using their gifts to help others grow. Well, I think it's, it's important too that the things that as people are growing and the, they're learning these things, uh, they're they're building their own personal curriculum as well to pour into others, uh, to uh, follow the the Great Commission and uh, to be able to know that, to experience it, to be transformed, um, to be able to talk about it with others, to experience what that can look like in in a small group setting, and uh, to really be able to uh, pour that into others for, uh, uh, makes a, a huge difference. Um, and I think that's that's very important. And you guys both hit on it that when you do the right things, the numerical growth just takes care of itself. And because God is continuing to um, knock on the door of people's lives and and uh, and introducing and working in people's lives. And, and as we continue to grow, we're engaging others as well, for sure. Jan, you're, you're the minister of assimilation and evangelism. So that word assimilation, you know, you're really walking with hundreds of people, right. helping them take that next step. So how do you see the Christian formation course just... Uh, functioning as you help people take that next step of growth in their own walk with Christ? Well, there's no doubt about it. The people that are currently in our basic class, it's exciting because so many of them have not really gotten plugged into anything at this point. They've been coming to church, but what I see is that they are excited about growing. And because Moberly is making this intentional, we have a high priority in our schedules for it that people see, well, this is important. I may not understand at all, but I want to get involved. And so I believe relationships are beginning to develop. Mm 
And from here, people are going to say, I'm so glad I was exposed to our church in a spiritual way so that I see what's important. And I see what one of my goals is to be more like Christ. So it's exciting to me because so many new people are involved in our class right now. And I can't wait to see what God does in their lives because I'm already hearing great stories about just the different ways that they're meeting new people, they're learning, they're sharing in their groups, and it's making a huge difference in how they feel about being a member of Moberly and wanting to grow. That's awesome. I want us to kind of continue to keep this uh, moving forward, uh, and I want us to really talk a little bit about the five courses that uh everyone will have the opportunity uh, to go through and we're gonna we'll put this up on the screen as well uh, but let's talk uh, briefly about and, and, and we could talk for the whole 30 minutes about each one of these courses uh, so briefly let's let's talk a little bit about that Greg right now you are uh, getting close to wrapping up and and uh, well wrapping up the basics class tell us uh, briefly about that course yeah so you know the the subtitle to this is a path to growing Christ and really I think a way to look at the five courses is they're almost like stepping stones they're mm-hmm. they're a path to follow and in basics the path is really what it says it's the basics of growth it's the basics of the stages of growth the stages of development as a believer and also using a book that gives a foundation for growth so foundational beliefs, foundational practices spiritually, right, and then seeing the virtues of Christ begin to form in our lives, even with those basics. And so it just sets that out. It also introduces the uh, learner, the participant, to the idea of a cohort. And a cohort is a group of people, maybe five to seven people, that get to know each other, they're studying together, they're praying together, they begin to grow together. And one of the things that's been exciting for me is to see the hunger and the excitement that people have for some people, it's a new experience for them. I have a, a learner in my cohort that's been a believer for years. I mean, 40 plus years. And just last night, she said, you know, this is the first time I've ever done anything like this. And she's active. She serves in children's ministry. She's active in worship. Beautiful Christian lady. But she said, I was really afraid to do this because I was wondering, you know, could I do it? My husband encouraged me and she goes, I'm so glad I did. Yeah. And she's already bonding with uh, another wife. And it's just been exciting because you see growth. You see something forming that's new, even though she's been a follower of Christ for years. And that's that's exciting. Let me interject here and just say I, I do think that the cohort experience makes this uh, Christian formation course very unique because you'll have a cohort in every one of the five classes. Right. And so it's not just information. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of information that we share. The first 45 minutes of a class is going to be a lecture. Basically, you're getting the content and the information. But the second 45 minutes is more application focused. It's not just information. And that's where you get in that small group and the small groups are discussing maybe what wasn't clear or maybe where they need to dig in a little bit more. They're, they're applying this to their lives. They're praying for one another. And ultimately, I and mean, we've talked about this a lot, our yeah. goal is not just that they would have information and then application in that small group cohort experience, but ultimately that there would be multiplication. Our right. goal is with everyone who goes through these five classes to be equipped to take this material and start a group, uh, maybe on their in their street, in their home, with neighbors, or maybe at the office where they can take these five classes and and replicate and multiply. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have information and application and multiplication through all of these five classes, you end up experiencing formation. Yeah. 
The next class is Bible Overview. That's one that uh, I'll be teaching. And it's a it's really a, a neat class. And in fact, everyone that takes that, cor- that course says, man, I wish I would have taken that earlier in my life because it really helps people understand the Bible really from a 30,000 foot view, but how it all fits together, how it is uh, God's uh, true redemptive story, how things uh, fit into place. One of the things that we do that uh, a lot of people really love to do is drawing on the maps and and seeing how God moved his people with intention and with purpose. And uh, so that's one of the things that you really learn in Bible overview. overview. And it is just that. It's an overview. Some folks are going to want to go, oh, let's let's talk about this. Well, it's an overview. We'll get to, you'll get the opportunity as you read God's word to dig into that. So uh, it's really one of that great, like what you said, Greg, it's that next next step uh, if you go the basics and, and really Bible overview, although you can take these in different orders, but it really is a, a great next step after basics to fit into. Then we get into the course Bible Interpretation. Andrew, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, let me preface that by saying uh, JT English has written a wonderful book called Deep Discipleship, and he said for people to grow, they need to know their Bible, yeah. they need to know their beliefs, right, theology, and then they need to embrace certain practices like spiritual discipline. So all five of these classes are really designed to help people engage with those three things, to know what they believe. We'll mm-hmm. get to that in a minute, to have certain practices that they experience in their life. Uh, Greg is going to talk about that in a moment. But your class, Bible Overview, and my class, Bible Interpretation, is really designed to help people engage their Bible. Right. It's by engaging with the scripture that you're going to get access to everything else in the Christian life. How do you know how to, tr- how to pray? Well, you find it out in the Bible. How do you know how to have a walk with God? You learn that in your Bible. So Bible overview is just a wonderful introduction into the world of the Bible. Uh, from a 30,000 foot view. How does the whole thing fit together? Bible interpretation is where we zoom in a little bit. Yes. Okay. How do you do Bible study? How do you dig into, you know, Genesis, for instance, and understand what it's talking about? How do you read different, uh, types of literature in the Bible. The Bible's full of all kinds of different, you know, you've got history, you've got poetry, you've got narrative, you've got letters, you've got apocalypse, you've got all these different kinds of literature. How do you understand those? How do you, how do you uh, read, interpret, and apply the Bible to your life? So that's what we're going to be talking about in Bible interpretation. Then we get into spiritual disciplines. Greg, I'll let you jump on that. Sure. Well, spiritual disciplines or practices, they're, they're, steps we take, and really I see them as taking steps to create space for the Spirit to work in our lives. So when we spend time in the Word, we've, we've given space for the Spirit to work. When we spend time in prayer, that's a discipline. We give the Spirit space to work. But then there's other practices or disciplines like solitude, um, just creating a place where we're alone or silence and just being quiet. And those take discipline because they don't come naturally. They, they, they have to be planned. They have to be purposely. They're not to make us closer to God. They're not to make us more spiritual. They're to give space for God to work, and He does the work of changing us as we give Him that space. So spiritual disciplines help us make space. Oh, awesome. Last, uh, the last course that we're offering in this rotation is a Christian doctrine, and we'll come back to you, 
Okay, so yeah, Christian doctrine is just what do we believe as Christians? What does the Bible teach about God? Uh, you know, everyone is a theologian. We'll talk about that in that class. Everyone has thoughts about God. And if you think about God, you are a theologian. We want to be good theologians. Mm -hmm. We want to be accurate, faithful, true, biblical theologians. So in that class, we're going to cover every major area of Christian theology. So we'll talk about the Trinity. We'll talk about the person and work of Jesus. We'll talk about who the Holy Spirit is. We'll talk about the doctrine of salvation. We'll talk about the church. Uh, we'll talk, you know, we'll wade into uh, maybe some interesting areas uh, yeah. like end times views. You know, what does the Bible say about the end times or the gift of tongues or, uh, you know, Calvinism and Arminianism? Some of these topics that people might have heard about or wondered about, we'll be talking about all of those things. So I I'm looking forward to it. And uh, so those are the five courses. And Jan, we have mentioned uh, what is a cohort, those different things. And you you really have done a great job, especially this this first class in, in basics of just helping people get paired up into a, a cohort. Some people come in, they want to go through a group together. Some folks go, I'm not really sure who I'll get with. And and you just do your best and you listen to people and, and put them together. Uh, what's some of the things that you've learned through that? Well, through that experience of trying to, first of all, it took a lot of prayer. I just said, God, I want these groups to mesh and I want them to feel comfortable with one another. And so as I began to pray about who maybe someone had said, I'd like to be in an all-men group, or maybe I'd like to be in an all-women group, or I'm fine to be with couples. I want to meet some new couples. And so I just began to pray about that, and God just slowly but surely just started uh, helping me place a different person in each new group. And praise God, at this point, it has worked well, and I'm excited about it. I've made maybe a change or two, but I think once people get in their group, they're excited because that is where a lot of the meat of the relationships begin. Right. And as they begin to open up in that confidential group when they're together, they begin to see uh, that they feel safe with the people in there, that they're finding um, similar experiences, and that they're like, you know what, I'm so glad I met this person because they have a similar experience with doubting God at one time in their life, or, or their salvation experience is similar to mine. And last night in my group, we had each person share their story. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it causes the group to get closer. It causes them to pray for one another. We always end in prayer, yeah. and we talk about prayer requests and what that we can really support one another. So I just feel like God um, is essential as I pray to form these groups. And so each one of these will have a cohort experience. And so I just ask for your continued prayer as I try to put these sure. groups together. Sure. One of the things that I would also say is that each one of these courses, the cohort is going to take on new you know, new directions and right. new topics and other things. And you're going to be discussing a lot of different things, but you're also going to be growing together right? Mm -hmm. and, and seeing some things uh, modeled and uh, right there in front of it. Jan, I, I want to cover this because we're, we're getting close to the end of our time, but uh, how does someone sign up for 
Christian formation. Okay, so if you've taken the basic class, which we're almost finished, and that's the most important prerequisite, uh, what you want to do is you want to go online to moberly.org formation. and you Slash, slash formation. Slash right? yeah. formation, slash yes. Formation. yes. Yep. Thank you. And you're going to select one of the two classes that are yep. next that you can take, which is either Bible Overview or it's uh, Bible Interpretation, and you will go and just click on that. It'll say register here or click here, and you can can sign up on that particular list. And it, it's really very simple. You don't have to pay up front. You can pay for the last day. These classes are both $15 each. It's pretty simple. You'll Why get, are we paying for a class? Well, one of the most important reasons is because Moberly has just purchased a lot of resource material to help That's us. Good. So we're helping our church with buying a lot of books that we bought for each of the classes, as well as being good stewards of the money that God's given us. And people are excited about taking that step to say, I want to have input into the course I'm taking and there's more value to it because I've put money into it. And so that has seemed to work very well. And And we're Baptists too. And we're Baptists, so we've always got to take an offering and so we're good to go on. And snacks. We got to have Exactly. That's the best part of coming to class. We'll provide that. Yes. We got to have that. For this first basics class, we've had over 200 people to sign up to take it. And we hope that ultimately every member of our church will sign up to take these classes. If somebody happens to be on the fence should I sign up for for the basics class or participate in a Christian formation class? Uh, what would you just say, just quickly around the table, what would you say to somebody who maybe is on the fence and not sure if they should do this? Yeah, I just say you will never regret it. Uh, you're going to go to levels. You're going to learn that these basics and these cohorts provide a safe place to ask questions maybe you've never been able to ask before. Because right. they're not led by experts. They're led by peers that we are learning together. And so you're not going to be intimidated. You're going to be able to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think in one of our cohorts, someone asked the meaning of the word justification last night. And, you know, they was like, I I don't really quite understand that word. Well, hey, this is a great place to talk about that and learn what that means, because then you can start applying it to your life. And And it's safe. And it's safe. That's the word. You're, you're, You're not judged. You're safe. And it's not just about knowledge. It's about I may have something in my life going on that I really need some help carrying or I need someone to pray for me. And I know I need to know that I'm safe to share that and they're going to keep it. They're not going to spread it. And that's what we form in the cohorts. It's just it's a band of people, brothers and sisters that are walking together in growing and following Christ and helping each other and getting to celebrate with each other uh, what God's doing. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I tried to encourage people about when they were thinking about the class, I said, this is just a great opportunity because reality, many times we've sat in church for years and years and we can go, yeah, I heard the pastor speak, but I don't feel like there's a lot of knowledge maybe that I need. I want to learn how to grow and I can't do that always, maybe, you know, without having someone go along with me, encourage me, pray for me. And I need maybe a little bit more in-depth information. And so I just said, I don't want you to sit in church and say, I've been in church forever, but I don't feel like I could maybe lead someone to the Lord. I don't feel like I could really maybe explain a scripture, or maybe I just need more help in certain areas of what we really believe, because sometimes I'm not sure. sure. And so what happens is you're like, this is the motivation, and it's strategic. There's a plan, mm-hmm. and you can get on board and be a part of the plan, and you can feel like you're accomplishing things right. as you're going through each course. So it was. it's a very easy uh, way, I think, to say, as Greg said, you don't want to miss it. Yeah. 
I, and I would just say this, that we have a, a lot of folks that maybe just come in and sit in a worship service on, on Sunday morning and uh, really are just yearning for something else. And they might not even know what it is. Uh, but if when you take that step and take that next step, and for, first I hope it's a connect group that you get, you get plugged into a connect group. But then if you take the Christian formation courses, you get in and you experience something to a level of depth. You can ask questions. You know, like on Sunday morning, you, you know, I know you like people to talk to you, <laughs> and, but not many people are going to say, "Hey, could you uh, go into that a little bit?" You know, they're not going to be able to do that. But you get to talk about it. You get to ask questions. You uh, get to hear other people's journey, which is so important and uh, so important and you can grow through that. And so uh, what would you add to that, Andrew? I would just say our heart for every member of our church is that they would, that they would mature yeah. in their faith. You know, we don't want to stay spiritual infants. You want to mature. And our role as pastors and ministers is to help equip people right. and to help walk with them as they mature. So that's really our desire. If you feel stale in your walk with Christ or maybe stuck in your walk with Christ, mm -hmm. this is one way to begin to take that next step to mature. That's good. Well, I've enjoyed the, the conversation with you guys. Thank you all for being here. Andrew, thanks for being thanks, a great co-host. And may, you know, maybe I'll just sit on the other chair next time and you, we'll keep moving up. Uh, and then uh, guys, uh, Greg, Jan, thank y'all for what you do here at Moberly and how you've been a big part of this. And everyone sitting here at, at the desk has had such an in, uh, integral part of seeing Christian Formation's uh, launched and 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 God's has just been all over it. We've prayed through it, and He's just taken it in in a great direction. And we, I just can't wait to see what He's going to do with it. And we want to thank you guys for joining us here on the Empower and Equip podcast. And we'll hopefully see you next time. Mm -hmm.